You are listening to the Fire Rescue Athlete Podcast with your host, Aaron Zamzow. What's going on, FRF Nation? Aaron Zamzo here on the Fire Rescue Athlete Podcast. Tonight, I um, it's night, and obviously, um, I hadn't posted in a while. I haven't done a podcast in a while. I've been doing more video stuff. And, um, you know, the podcast here is is really one where I can just go on rants, and hopefully you chuckle along with me and nod your head and agree. And so I like to talk about, you know, topics that are, you know, usually – occur in, in weight rooms around the firehouses or, um, you know, in, in gyms and in, uh, you know, discussions when people talk about fitness. And the, the topic I wanted to address today is the workout of the day or the WAD and why I think, why I don't like them for first responders, why I don't like them for firefighters, EMTs, and medics. Now, let's, uh, let's first start off a little bit. The WAD got really big when CrossFit um, really started to grow. The wad was like, you come in and you do the workout of the day. And, um, you know, if you Google workout of the day, which I just did, uh, you know, I, you look at things and you get so many different varieties, uh, you know, four minutes, as many reps as possible, toes to bar, double unders, max burpees, um, you know, wrestle an alligator, climb Mount Everest, um, you know, press up a a Volkswagen bug for time, you know, all these different things. It's crazy. Um, you know, there's, there's tons of images, there's, you know, TRX wads and, uh, leg lot wads and upper body, lower body. Um, most of which that I'm looking at, even as we're talking here are not very complete. So that's my first issue with the wad is that a lot of them just give you, okay, six rounds, 30-second plank jacks, 30-second up-downs, you know, 30-minute jumping lunges, you know, and then rest 30 seconds, and you do that for three rounds. Um, but, um, you know, I, I just I don't like it because, first of all, look, with FRF and, and with the, the way that I create workouts, the way we create workouts in FRF, we want them very complete. You start with active movements and warm-ups to get your body um, you know, more mobile, bring your heart rate up, get blood flow through to the joints. You throw in core. We like to incorporate in full body strength and or strength training depends on, on where you are, what your particular goal is. And then um, you know, f- throw in some interval training, hopefully some fire ground movements, you know, crawling, carrying, um, you know, stairs, sledges drags, things that you do on the fire ground, and then finish with a cool down and some stretching to prep you for the rest of your shift or for the next day. Now, when you look at these wads, they're very incomplete. Uh, I've not seen a complete workout of the day that talks about everything from warm up to cool down in it. Um, now, maybe at your gym, you might be saying right now, well, hey, my coach at my gym does that. And, and if that's the case, then stay with them. That's, that's a very thought thought out process. Um, you know, at least they, they have a complete workout now, um, hold off though, until you, until you actually stay with them. Cause I got another point to this whole workout of the day thing, but first and foremost, they're very incomplete. Um, now every once in a while I'll post some things that, you know, Hey, try this workout. Uh, but I also want you to understand that there's behind that, the, there is, you know, the basis of this foundation, this framework where you, you know, do your active movements, you got your core, your full body, and then your, your cardio. And so I want you to understand why we do that, because the purpose of your workout as a first responder should be to A, improve performance, B, 
reduce your injuries, and C, prolong your career. And sometimes when you're doing workout after workout after workout or wad after wad after wad, they may not be taking that big picture into consideration. So here is my second point on the wad. You know, again, first point was they're very incomplete. The second point is that that wad that day, does it set up the next day? Does it understand that you didn't get any sleep because you were up all night with, you know, calls? Does that wad take into consideration you have uh, maybe an injury or you have a lot of stress? Typically, when you walk into facilities and they're doing wads, it's, you know, a big thing where everybody follows this particular workout. And it's not necessarily individualized or catered to you. Sometimes I get it, you know, coaches will come up and they'll say, hey, let's switch this off. And if you're working in a facility that does that, now this piggybacks onto what I said earlier, if you got a, a facility and a coach and and you write up the entire completed workout from active movement all the way down to recovery, and you take into consideration one workout in, into the next, to the next, and you may have to throw in recovery workouts based on your shift. If you're taking that big picture approach, then I'll give you, you can do workout a day, but a majority of, I would say 99% of wads that are posted on the internet or wads that people follow don't abide by those two rules. They don't abide by the complete workout and they don't take into consideration the workout before the shift before and the shift after the whole point of your workout program. Again, we mentioned, you know, improve performance and injury reduction and, um, uh, you also want to make sure that it prolongs your career, but you have to have this plan. And the last couple of weeks on FRF, I've really been hitting that point very, very hard because I see all around me people that are kind of fizzling out because they they didn't necessarily have a completed program and they're not doing complete workouts. And let me let me kind of dive into that a little bit. So around you know some certain firehouses, and and I get emails and texts. And by the way, I love these emails and texts. So please keep them coming. Any way I can help you out, I I love to do that, uh, have that relationship and have that um, conversation. Um, but I, I see it, you know. Hey, well, what are you doing today? I'm gonna go do chest and triceps. That's that's what my my crew is doing or my crew member is doing. And, um, you know, and then what, my question is, okay, so what do you, but how are you going to follow it up? What's the next day? Well, then I'm going to go do the wad at my work at my gym. And then, you know, the next day I might go for a run. Um, and then maybe I'll do some legs and, you know, this kind of haphazard approach to your fitness doesn't lead to long sustainable results. Typically I break my workouts down into six and eight week increments. Um, two reasons for that one it's long enough time where you can see results. And number two, I don't get bored or feel like I plateau as quickly um, by switching it up. And and I'll tell you what I mean. So right now I'm following Hero X, which is a full body metabolic workout program, uses a lot of body weight, uses a lot of mobility, uses a lot of um, incorporates in yoga. And for me, I'm trying to lose a little bit of body fat and I want to improve my mobility. Now, right after this program, I'm going to break back into my FRF super strong, which is, believe it or not, some body part training. It also incorporates in full body, which is what we preach here on FRF. But um, it does a kind of a systematic way to integrate in body part training. And uh, again, six to eight weeks, then I go into that next program. Uh, After that, I'll probably go into ultimate and or uh, start training for FRF 5K. 
point being, I change it up. And then I look each at each week to see based on my shift schedule and, you know, if I was traveling, which it's been kind of nice not to have to travel, I'll also take that in consideration and I'll move my workouts around based on shifts, based on um, demand, and then, you know, take it week by week by week for the total of the eight weeks. And sometimes you got to extend it more than eight weeks. Um, you could, you know, it might be a day or two or maybe even a week based on, you know, just different conflicts. And sometimes you don't get those workouts in point being take a picture, big picture approach, break it down week by week. If you want to do the wad, make sure that again, the wad will build on the next wad. That's how you make progress. That's how you see results. That's how you don't get injured either. And that's kind of my third point. You know, first, you, these wads aren't very complete. Second, uh, they uh, don't build on each other or they may not take into consideration shifts, high stress, and what your goal is. But third, sometimes they just are asinine from the standpoint of they're just trying to get you sore. And what, what good does a workout do if you're sore all the time? I just had this conversation with my recruits. Look, I could go and I could pound on them in the academy. I could tell them, look, go push that fire truck down the road, do uh, a thousand burpees for time, run the tower, and then do as many push-ups until your arms fall off. But how does that help them the next day? How does that help them for the rest of that day? And and then the next day that I work out, do I have them push the, the engine down two blocks and do push-ups till both of their arms fall off. Um, I, I just, you know, obviously I'm being a little dramatic with it, but I hope you understand the point here is you got to have, again, big picture in mind, workouts got to build on each other and that how good is a workout if you're so sore, you can't, you know, move very well for two or three days. You have to find that happy medium. So, you know, the other argument I have with the wads is that they come up with just these asinine things to give you what some people consider a good a workout just based off of how exhausted and sore they are. Now, if you're an accountant or if you work in an office and you want to do those those wads where you're just screaming and you're you're huffing and puffing and that's what you need for a release and an outlet, I understand that. And I say go for it. Cause you can go to work the next day with your arm in a sling and people go, Hey, what happened? And you go, Oh, the wad got the best of me, right? My workout got the best of me. If my arm's in a sling, I'm crabby because I can't work. Let me tell you that again. I can't work. And you might, you know, you might be on call. You might be volunteer. You might be a career, but you also can't ride that fire engine. You can't ride that truck if you're hurt. So you're not doing your community any good. You're not doing your family any good. You're not doing your crew any good. So I hope this makes sense. This is kind of a long 12-minute rant on why workout of the day doesn't necessarily um, transfer into the best thing for your fitness. I, I, and by the way, if you're listening to this and you're like, dude, you're, you're, you're totally wrong. Send me a message. Cause I'd love to hear about where you're working out and how they take, how they're doing it. I'm not saying that it can't work. I'm just saying based off of what you see around the internet, based on what you see at different uh, gyms, this workout of the day doesn't necessarily fit with our schedule and with, um, you know, our stress level, you know, going back to that accountant, you know, they're sitting at a desk for nine hours a day. They can go and do deadlifts until they puke possibly again, because if they get hurt, they're all still, they can still function. Um, for us, we have other things 
that we need to take into consideration into consideration. So I'll leave you with that. Uh, in this particular podcast, I'm going to leave a link to how to set up a week's worth of workouts. One thing I didn't address is, uh, you know, how do you work out on duty? Um, you know, if you're, if you're talking about why, why, you know, the wad, if you create wads for your station and your department, some of the best things, um, you know, and I don't like to use the wad, but some of the best things that we've been doing and I've been finding out has been working really well is, um, when you create eight stations, you set, start with a, it's got to be a complete workout though. So you start with active movements, four movements uh, or five movements as a group. You set up eight stations, do them as a circuit three times, and then you cool down and stretch for another four to five minutes. Within your stations, you'll maybe incorporate in fire ground movements, core movements. Um, you know, if there's particular exercises that your crew really, really likes to do, throw that in there. But it's a great way to build camaraderie. It's about 34 minutes long. It's complete. It gives you, um, you know, leaves you with some energy in the tank in case you got to uh, respond. Uh, so that's one of the things I really like to do on my shifts. The other thing is I have a 24-minute recovery workout that I like to do. It's basically some yoga, some active movement, some core, and um, it really addresses shoulders, knees, ba and back mobility. And for me, mentally, it's been a great release. It's been a great way for me to help um, you know, kind of clear my head and recover physically and mentally. And I'll do that on shift, um, you know, two, maybe even three days, uh, out of the swing based on how many calls we have and how much rest I get. So those are my favorite. And then, you know, the other thing, if I have a third shift in the week, I'll do a 5k jog, light jog, uh, or a, um, you know, 10 mile bike. And then I'll finish up with foam rolling and stretching, of course and do some active movements before I get on the bike or before I start running. But those are some things that you can do. Uh, if you're going to create wads, or if you've been doing it for your fire department, look, I'm not saying stop, but just make sure they're very complete. Incorporate in the active movements, incorporate in the mobility, incorporate in the core. Uh, your, your department will be moving better, performing better. You personally will be when you take this into consideration. And um, you are also hopefully decreasing your, your chances of injury and prolonging your career. And that's why I'm here with FRF. Those are my goals to help you to give back to the fire service. So if you're, you think I'm onto something or on something, I'd love to know your feedback, answer any questions you have, please click the link to um, view the FRF website. If you have Instagram, follow me at get FRF. I would love to see you there. I've been doing a lot of live posts there and on Facebook at fire rescue fitness. So thank you guys for tuning in. Stay safe, stay positive, and get FRF, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Fire Rescue Athlete Podcast with your host, Aaron Zamzow. Please tune in again soon for more fitness tips for fire rescue athletes.